Hey. Hey. So <laughs> what what episode number is this? Six. 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 Is it six? Yep. Lick, six. Lickety splicks. We're on six. Um, welcome, folks, to the Six Sense Podcast. Stevie, you haven't done your wee intro in a while. Do you want to do it in this one? No, not at all. No. Well, then, there we go. We'll move on. Um, well, I'm uh, Bill Six Sense Taylor, and with us we have... Chris Cax Cassidy. Andrew Jones Cassidy. Stephen Sex Barrett. Michelle, Daddy, Girls, Marlin. Yeah! There you are. It's just easier to just accept it, isn't it, Michelle? It's just yeah. It is just easy just, easier. just to go on with it. It's just easier. I'd rather play with myself than used to it. Well, okay. that's, that's true, actually. Uh, so, welcome to one of our lockdown podcasts. Uh, I think we're hitting, uh, we're hitting the thousands of listeners at the minute, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, Bill, we are. We're hitting Keep thousands sure. and thousands. I mean, this is quite possibly the um, the most popular podcast coming out of Northern Ireland at the minute. So we're absolutely really, really chuffed. Um, Spreading quicker than... Yep. Yeah. Yep. Figures like that. I know, we're, we've, got, we've got such great figures. Great, great. The greatest... Some of the some of the greatest <laughs> greatest figures. Um, Do you know? Actually, at eight o'clock, people came out and applauded that we're doing another podcast. I know. I was yeah. I was absolutely um, I was overwhelmed. I I cried. I couldn't believe it. I stood out my doorstep, and I was just a wave of emotion. Quite frankly, I, I shut the fuck up. That's what I told them. <laughs> Here, hey, 100%. You, you live clap. down south. Do you guys clap for your uh, non-existent NHS down there? Nobody likes anybody down here. <laughs> they have to pay for it, Bill. They have to pay for it. Per clap? <laughs> yeah. Well, first, you need the NHS if you get the clap. Well, Everything's true. privatized down here. Everything's privatized, even the STDs. Yeah. That's yeah, it. That's... You know, we jest, of course, folks. We um we are big fans of our our key workers down up here. Indeed, and, indeed. Uh, here, here. May they all keep safe and keep on keeping on. And obviously, they all they all listen to our brilliant podcast. Of course, they do because they're legends. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um. So this episode, we're actually each of us was given homework to do, and we all went. I think we all went and watched uh, no. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the 1971, yep. 1971. classic. Um, not yes. to be confused with the most recent Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which is bullshit. Well, it's got some all right moments. We'll probably cover a wee bit. It's not my right. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, all right? Jesus. Fuck. Whoa. He's got fucking millet already. Christ. Um, so... Folks, what do we think of this one? Well, I'll go out of the traps and tell you how you didn't fucking like it, and that was Roald Dahl himself. That's that true. Night. Yes, that's true. Oh, that's that's uh, true. He had the fact that it was a musical, and uh, yeah, he just he, he shit all over. I don't. I, I think it went down that he's never watched it. Isn't it true that Roald Dahl is a well-known miserable bastard, though? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, he oh, was. Yeah. I. 
Um, but yes, he absolutely hated this. For, well, that's what they say. That's that's apparently what the story is. The official line is that he absolutely hated the film, but the kids, all the kids are still alive and they still communicate with each other. They're still pretty good terms and stuff. They still talk with each other yeah. and stuff. And they actually say, well, they're really confused at that because Roald Dahl was actually at the premiere and he seemed to enjoy himself. See? Ooh. There you go. That's kind of that's parallel with uh, the whole E.L. Travers on the Mary Poppins thing. It was that uh, she didn't want to give that up to Disney at the time, their Mary Poppins stories, and the family she was in financial difficulty. Going off on a tangent here, she got in uh, financial difficulty, so finally, finally agreed for Disney to make Mary Poppins. And then it famously goes as a movie, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? So, do you know what? Can I say, Cax, though, it's always about Poppins with you. You never fuck up about Poppins. <laughs> He's, <And I> mean, <laughs> yeah. It's either Mary Poppins or Frozen. Let it's it go, Cax. <laughs> Let it go. It's some some people like Dr. Shivago. You know, I'd go apart. Oh, and you know what? But will be the fucking sound of music. And then that's it. he would be off about Nazis and everything. So Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Salzburg. Salzburg. We're talking about Willy Wonka. We're talking about off Johnny track. Wanker here. Yeah. And you're off talking. You're off. Shut up. You're off talking about fucking Mary Poppins. Fucking, it's over, Cax. It's over. Right, Willy Wonka. Let's get started for fuck's sake. Johnny Wanker. <laughs> don't know what the fuck was it. <laughs> well, anyway, Sorry. I think Michelle, you were you were like a Willy Wonka virgin <laughs> for the, for the, for the want of a phrase. <laughs> um, what what, was, what did you think overall? Oh, I really enjoyed it. I loved the story. It was really lighthearted. It's just what I needed, actually. Really mm. cheery. She's she frozen. She's frozen. frozen. Say you know again. We're not talking about frozen. <laughs> Let it go. Try Michelle. Try Michelle. You got second. cut off. Huh? I know. I got lost there. Um, there wasn't as much singing in it as I thought it was going to be. I know it's a musical, but you know when, like, say, like a musical for Toxic Annie. There's songs like nearly every five ten minutes of the story, and it kind of builds the whole way through the film. But there wasn't as as many in this as a thought. Yeah. Mm. That's that's fair. Um is there, what, is, what is there really like five songs or something? Yeah. Or the Olympic tunes, isn't it? No, there's a load of songs. I know, but uh, it didn't it didn't seem excessive. You know when you hear a musical, you're like, Oh my god, it's gonna sing the whole way through. No, no But it didn't it was more of a story, there was more to it than I thought it was gonna be. I really enjoyed it. Ten out of ten, I'd watch it again. Yeah, it was very like confusing. It's, sorry, sorry, Stevie, go for it. No, go ahead. Bill was just going to talk nonsense. Go ahead. No, well, that's fine. Um, but I, I you know, that we have to remember this was uh, a Hollywood version of a a well known and well respected kids story, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So mm-hmm. you know, you know, we we talked a wee bit there about uh, Roald Dahl not really sort of liking certain elements of it. Um, incidentally, Gene Wilder, he, he liked the performance, but that's not who his first choice was. Do you know who his first choice was? No. Oh, Simpson. 
It wasn't Ooh. OJ Simpson. <laughs> different, different movie, sorry. sorry. Um, it was actually uh, Spike Milligan was his first choice. Oh, really? really? Yeah, that's who, that's who Roald Dahl actually wanted to play. And that's yeah, apparently that's, that's who he based the character on as well. So you see, I would have said if it had been any of the goons, it would have been Peter Sellers would have been well, a more yeah. obvious choice. And was well, Sellers a bastard though? Exactly. I don't know if he was miserable. He was certainly <laughs> oh, he, he was, was he riding all around him like he was mad as a fucking daft as a brush. Yeah, uh, but incidentally I mean, as well, in that same kind of um, milieu. As it were, um, all all six of the Pythons actually had they they were very very much interested. Every single one of them was very interested, and they were all sort of turned down because they weren't famous enough. When Wilder actually went into the um, the interview slash audition, and the director even before he said or sang a word or said a fucking word. The director went. That's that's. He's the one. Like, yep. He actually chased, away, as, as soon as he finished, he chased him down the hallway. Him down the hall. Yeah. And went. You're in this, and then the producers were raging because they were like, "We haven't negotiated I any sort of any agents. money." So now you've said he's in it. Yeah. Now he can probably go negotiate higher money or whatever. You know, I yeah. don't know what he made. Or, he, he was probably paid in chocolate. To be honest, well, if he said that, speaking of the pigeons, or if. He's had to choose one of the Pythons to take that role. Who, who he does a one for? All right, Idol. Cleve? Mm, uh, no, no, I would have picked. Um, ooh, I go Palin. Cleve for the gangliness. Michael, Michael Palin would have been the best. Palin, yeah. yeah. Michael Palin. Mm. Mm. See, Hello. possibly. Physically, I think yeah. physically, John Cleve would have fit, isn't he? Not meant to be really thin and tall. Yeah, but. I just don't think John Cleese could sing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where the other guys could kind of sing, I suppose, you know. But yeah, I suppose Eric Idle's more of a singy kind of guy. Um, it, I think we can all agree it wouldn't have been Terry Gilliam. No. You know? <laughs> no. 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 Possibly, you know what, Terry Jones. God bless him. God, God bless him. God bless him, aye. You he know? would have been very um, good as well. But yeah, Spike Milligan. That's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, it is. So famously, uh, just as you were speaking about the music of the the movie, that uh, well, I think the only tune that's like that wasn't read for this movie that just was used in the movie was Candyman, the Candyman can, uh, which yes, had to be sang and performed by uh, Sammy Davis Jr., who yep. commitments oh. one with didn't get doing the role, and went to some fucking geezer in the sweet shop there, yeah, who is. His, his performance annoys me. Your man's yeah, yeah. he bugs the shit out of me. Just a wee bit too. I don't want to go down like it's a low hanging fruit to say, "Oh, he's a fucking fruit merchant." This boy, or he's a fucking kitty fiddler. Holy fuck! Hold on, hold on. We can't backtrack. Let me get this straight for the listeners. You're fucking. Yes. Not only are you outing this fella. You're also yeah. putting them on. You're you're telling Operation New Tree that they need to retrospectively investigate the sweet shop guy from a fictional film, just in case. 
Yeah. Well, I think it's just he's just because he can't. You don't like the guy singing the song. I don't you can't like him. Fuck out him. I don't like Jesus Christ, I mean, that's, that's a bit rough, but... Well, it wasn't straight up like, oh, this guy's fucking uh, fiddler. It wasn't that for me. It was just, there's something not right there. He's just, I think yeah. it was like, it was like they got there on the day and Sammy Davis Jr. didn't turn him. I'm just telling the stories here. Sammy Davis didn't turn up on the day and they're like, fuck, you there with the fucking boomstone. Get in there and sing this tune. And they just pulled somebody in. He just doesn't fit for me. I don't think yeah. he's just some I guy. I think he's a proper actor. Like, yeah, there was a guy just walking down the street. Bill, no one, he'll do. He'll um, do. Him. There, fuck. Um, there you go. You want to be a star? Suck my dick. And he did. And he got his part. That's how you get it. Unbelievable. Yes, Michelle. That's the exact mouth he made. Suck, suck <laughs> my everlasting, <laughs> everlasting gobstopper. You. Yeah, there you go. Wow. I okay. noticed. I noticed a few <laughs> things. I noticed a few things about that scene that were a bit off. I, I thought your mom was a bit off, the, the candy man. The fact that there was not one other adult in that fucking store and all yep. these kids sticking. And he yeah. allowed them to put their hands, their dirty, grubby hands in to get the sweets. Oh, well, there was no like, such thing as coronavirus back then. So they were exactly. all right. Well, there's no way he's getting five stars on his window. He's not getting five stars on the window for friendliness. It was a different time, Jones. <laughs> so we're talking you 50 ever... years ago here. You know, a, half, you know, a full you know, half century ago. He's thinking of being in work for the pick and mix, chasing all the kids out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, the outside me as well was the teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The teacher of teachers in my old school, you know, would have picked out Charlie out because he only he was a poor wee fucker could only afford one bar. Where all these other kids, I don't believe a lot of those kids that, that many that amount of chocolate. Because not being funny, if they had that amount of chocolate, the shade would be rolling out their back. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that's that's fucking not realistic. No. That's not realistic. They'll all be let's let's say uh, heavier <laughs> than what yeah. they looked as well. Yeah, yeah, they'd be full of diabetics. Yeah. They'd be fucking yeah. old. You know what I mean? Lose a fuck. Aye, there'd be yeah. lots of footless kids running around in circles. <laughs> and here, how come everybody's English except for Charlie and his fucking family? I know. Well, that's yeah. what, what I thought. Why is that, though? On the fact that... And yet they're in Germany. Uh, they Munich. filmed in Germany. That's yeah. right. It was Munich. Uh, and there's no such thing as a poor American. <laughs> they, they would be jumping for fun. <laughs> Sorry. Are we sure he's American well, and not Canadian? Possibly, <laughs> Bill. Possibly. That teacher, too. There was no no PPE, no personal protective equipment. And he was working with all these volatile fucking substances. Mm-hmm. Letting Charlie, here, just pour this shit in here. Dude, that was a Let's see what happens. No goggles. Different time. No goggles. Absolutely different time. They let kids run around with handguns and everything back then, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Once he didn't so, give a fuck. See, once he, see, once he heard about, oh, there's, they're opening the factory. He's like, class dismissed. A grown ass man. Yeah. We're going to go into a fucking chocolate factory. What the fuck? All, all he's known, all he'd known is post-war rationing. Yeah. <laughs> and then all this chocolate was free. He's probably going to sell it in the fucking black market. That cunt, you would have stole it, you know. He he was going to border for a pound of butter, the dirty cunt. That's it. Well, you, see, yeah. tax, you see, tax, they didn't have as much. Teachers weren't paid well back then, you know, and you had to make that That's extra three quid. That's true. 
wee bit on the side. It was there. the wife. It was the wife that got me. Her husband was kidnapped. Oh, we'll give you this. We'll give him back if you give us your back the chocolate. It's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> but look, see, nah. that that brings us nicely it. into the whole motivation behind the the story. And the story is the factory. The the Wonka factory is. Reopening again, the world famous. It's been making chocolate and sweets anyway, but the factory's opening again. Um, we're getting five golden tickets put out in chocolate. Whoever finds a golden ticket, them and their family can come and get a tour around this fantastic world famous chocolate factory. <laughs> and so we have... Can I, sorry, sorry to stop you, Bill, but could you imagine like the reality of life? Right, yeah. If that happened in real life, and you won tickets to a chocolate factory, yep. right, and you won as a child, go, this is gonna be fucking like Willy Wonka to fucking chocolate factory. No, it's not. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's like all these fucking depressed workers who've been working the fucking boom. Yeah. And I guarantee, <laughs> no, 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 guarantee, right. you'd fucking come out of there and you'd never touch chocolate again. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd fucking. You would never. You'd probably you see know. all sorts of stuff. Fucking people, workers gobbing into the fucking fats and, and all that. And, yeah. but, but you'd walk in. And it's the cheapest ingredients as well. It's probably not even yeah. cow's milk. It's fucking dog's milk. Yeah. Rat's or milk. Rat's milk. Yeah. And then, and then Michelle's away. And <laughs> She's then, I mean, had enough. And then, dogs have nipples, you can milk them. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, even said about actually, the Cadbury. Hold on a second, you're just sorry, Kat, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the Cadbury's factory is not too far from where I live, like, but a more depressed and miserable looking fucking building you'd ever yeah. see, like, driving past it. Holy fuck, incidentally, <laughs> it's it's funny you mentioned Cadbury's because that's that's where the inspiration for the actual original story came from. Right. Roald, Roald Dahl and his, his classmates were actually guinea pigs for yep. Cadbury's chocolate. Holy fuck. Really? Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're going back maybe to the 1930s or something, but that's... Yeah. Or 19, 19, late 1920s, early 30s, when yeah. he was a kid, because he was a fighter pilot in World War II, was, wasn't he? He was. <clears throat> So there you well, go. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just wondering. No, you were just saying about milking your dog, and you can't your dog. You can't get milk out of your dog. I just realised your dog's a your dog's a male. So hang on, that's hang, not on milk. hang on, hang on, hang on. I didn't say that I tried my cutest cheeseburger. <laughs> you big ogre. Don't you that's not milk. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Why am I cafe au lait? Tastes a little bit funny. <laughs> Salted caramel, caramel. That's a key. You better not touch your fucking dog. Why <laughs> all the listeners here when I have to put up with? Why they know? Yeah, well, that's that's true. It's quite disgusting. <clears throat> so anyway, we have these five. We have these five golden tickets, right? So one of them ends up at uh, the Salt household. One of them ends up at the Beauregard household. One of them ends up at the TV household. And one of them ends up in the Gloop household. Now, mm -hmm. 
the fifth one. Let's get to the fifth one, right? The last, yes. the last golden ticket, right? We know, everybody knows that it's we're following this fucking poor blonde kid. We're not following him for anything funny. We know he's the center of the story. He is Charlie Bucket. So he manages to get himself a golden ticket, and he runs home with it. Right? No. Yep. That's after that. Sorry, that's after. Yes, yeah, so that's after the he gets the present alarm. of the, the. He basically finds is it like a ten p or a shilling or something in the uh, or a fucking yeah. paper in note in the drain. Uh, no, but he goes and buys himself. Greedy wee fucker! Like you know, your family's on the fucking bricks here. And yes. Fucking. You know, it's like fucking. I'm gonna have more chocolate. His mum's working her fingers to the fucking bone. Yeah. Let's, let's get, let's not even get started with the four fucking dirty we, ha- we're, we haven't got there yet. We haven't got there yet. We'll get there in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> His poor mum. Now, in the, in the book, in the book, um, Charlie does actually have a father. His father works in the toothpaste factory. Uh, but in the film, no, the dad's dead. So basically the mother is the sole breadwinner. She's the only one working. Um, unless we fucker finds money and he thinks, fuck it, I'm going to spend it in chocolate. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying, I, I can get a couple I'm, of not, I'm not saying he's a bad person, but I don't, Greedy. I, 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 th- <laughs> I think he's a bad person. No. He's a self-tree bastard. No, yeah. because at that point, then you see him for being what he is. He's just a child. And he did what any other child would do. They would spend their money on chocolate. Whereas at the start of the film, he has a paper ride and everything, and he gives the money into the family, and he brings I, I home think, and whatever. Well, Michelle, so, I think you and your liberal ways need to fuck off. He's a wee bastard. Shut up, Donald. He's a wee prick. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wee... <laughs> just a child. He's a wee lefty he bastard. He was depressed. He wanted a bit of chocolate. That's what we all do. You shut your mouth. He's not a woman. He's not a, he's not a menstruating woman. He's like, excuse me. We're not going to be in lockdown forever. I will see you at some point. And you will regret everything. And you will bring the North Belfast Fury with you. You know it. Oh. You know it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so anyway, so he goes, he buys, and he finds that he's got this fucking golden ticket, and we hear the, we hear the lovely crackle, and so, um, so then he runs home with this fucking thing. Is this feedback we're getting here, or what? Guys, one, one of you needs to get 50p in your internet. Mine's fine. Mine's fine. I can't hear Jones. That's Jones. <laughs> it, is. it is. The man that lives in the city centre of Belfast and he doesn't have good internet. I, I went on the big wheel today and ran around it about 300 times, so I'm good for the night. You're a cheap bastard. You're using fucking your neighbour's internet. Aye. <laughs> fucking no. electricity from the fucking street light. There we go, Bill. It sounds normal again. Yeah, Someone it was Jones. Um... So yeah, he goes home with this fucking thing. Um, now my 
if I got something like that, I mean, you're talking, this is, this is literally something priceless. You could probably name your fucking price. Yeah. I, I don't know about Thank you guys, you. but I, I would have fucking stuck that motherfucker on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to Charlie's, I'm going to Charlie's, or Wally's factory. Like, are you fuck son? Here you go. Right. Yeah. There we go. That's like, that's and you'd beat the fuck out of him for like, wait a minute, you fucking found money and bought chocolate, you wee shit? Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it was a different time, folks, you were allowed to beat your kids. It was then. a different Yeah, you could beat a lot. <clears throat> it was a sign of love, Bill, apparently. You were encouraged. Yeah. So, so this, anyway. Pick a bout. You're saying like. Pick a, a bout. But this is Charlie. That, uh, you've got the point here where he got, he got the ticket. Is that right? Oh, he's home. Yeah. He's got the ticket. He's got it home. Just have to reiterate before that for anybody that hasn't seen this, I'm sure you've all seen it, but uh, it's, it comes up that the the last ticket was won. Yeah. So Charlie's like, all right, well, fuck that. So then he, it was after that he buys the chocolate. He's like, yeah, fuck all bad bought bar chocolate. And then it turns out why these bands bar chocolate that, oh, that last band said he got a ticket was a fucking fake. So there's still one out there going begging. Uh, it just so happens that young Charlie here. Yes. All right, scrum dumbly umptious or whatever the fuck you call the bar. Watch, I always thought even from a kid, like, I know it looks like a bog, your bog standard bar of chocolate, but it fucking looked like a badass bar of chocolate. I always wanted it. It looked like, it looked like a fucking headstone. It was that big. It was a proper, it looked like a Yorkie back in the day, that one. Oh, oh boy, I'm telling you. It just looked like Dabby's no in a fucking bar. But again, no wonder kids were so skinny back then. You know, they used to tell us, oh, back in the day, kids were skinny because they exercised more. It wasn't. It was because the chocolate bars were so big, the amount they ate, again, they shit themselves so much. Yep. They <laughs> shit themselves skinny. Yep. Only exercise my whole. <clears throat> you know, most of, the, most of the bars of chocolate in the movie, just a wee fact for you, uh, were made out of wood. Which, to be honest, wood? in all honesty... Making them out of wood, is that not going to take longer? And you know, is it not cheaper just to use fucking yeah. chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> Why well, making them out of chocolate? wood? In those days. Yeah. That's what huh? It was the same yeah, consistency. Those days, you know. Yeah. So anyway, we get Here we get dead. home yeah. the golden ticket, and Charlie is like, "Well, you know what? I'm going to take somebody with me here." Before you go, Bill, sorry to interrupt you. You've missed a big fucking part. He was propositioned in an alleyway by an old, by an old man, which in Damn the 70s was could have went ever anyway. To like, be honest, know, that was expected in the 70s. And the, we don't know. We, we, we're not 100% sure, and we never find out if that fella had his own TV or radio show. So, Yeah, yeah. But he had a big cigar. And... Um, <laughs> but no... What was his name again? Because it's left me. Slumwork, uh, is it? The, the Big Dick Johnson. Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> John, <laughs> Jimmy Ribshite. The way Slumwork, you know, said... Chris McCann. Chris Back to Jeffrey. It's back to Jeffrey. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm serious for once in this podcast. <laughs> no, but he made Slugworth, and Slugworth basically 
we don't know what happens in the shadows, but you know, he's saying, Germain, let's see if it was Germain from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> was it, by? <laughs> there you go. Your man anyway, with a hand. He, yeah, the way with a hand. Yeah, he said, Hereby, son, you give me the secret fucking flavors and whatever, and whatever. recipe. Yeah, of the uh, everlasting gobstopper, was it? Yeah, that was it. And, uh, Charlie sort of looked at him like he was mental and then ran home. And that's where you got the grandpa. Now, Bill, continue. Right, sorry. So we're back We're back home with Charlie and stuff. And, you know, they. I think they discuss about, you know, maybe we could sell it and stuff and it's worth a fortune. It's like, the man's like, no, Charlie, you really deserve it. And I'm like, why does he deserve it? Because he's not the one fucking working his fingers to the bone to provide for, like, four adults and another child. But the anyway, mom deserves to go. Just the mom deserves to go. I had a so, friend that was here now, son. Was it or was it not? Your birthday a week or so ago, and you had a bar of chocolate. What's this? <laughs> What's this cow on here, huh? Yeah. I've been living on. Lord, bastard, get up them stairs to your fucking bed. Yeah. She's working her finger to bone and living on water and fucking stale bread. Fucking greedy. Cabbage water. Or the chocolate. You fucking. Honestly. Great. Hanging out of the body, bastard. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, then we realise there's another fucking selfish fucking whore in the house and that's like Grandpa Joe. Fuck me. we We know where Charlie gets it from. Oh, dear mum, you deserve to go too. No, he fucking jumps out of the bed. And... Oh, I it's fr- fuck all wrong with him. Um, he's been in Cut. there for fucking twenty years. In there with three That's other old people. people. With three okay, other old people. It was disgusting. What's all that about? Why is there four of them in the bed? It's so weird. I know. I'm, I can't the fuckers. What is his feet go? Where does her feet go? There's that smelly bed. Like, I don't know where it's murdered. I think Jones, the word you use there is fusty. Fusty. That bed. Oh. The fucking fust coming off it. You could crack that fucking pillow off the wall. <laughs> Grandpa Joe's foot has jammed up Grandma Georgina's fucking chuff. <laughs> Sawdust flying around the room like fuck. It's like it's like a fucked up kind of catrus. It's like a fucking Dyson Hoover. Just fucking. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. <laughs> Dyson Hoover. Wouldn't be able to sort that house out. <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking grandma Georgina sitting there going, ah, the fuck, George, no fucking talk me old. You think, yeah, you fussy, funny cunt. Yeah. At least cut your nails. <laughs> <laughs> fucking snatch salmon upstream with them fucking birds. <laughs> 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 <Jesus> <laughs> You could climb, climb the fucking walls with them feet. As Bill says, the next thing he pops out with a fucking golden ticket, your man's up and about like a fucking, like Linford Christie doing laps of the fucking room now. Yeah, like Jimmy 
Sable of the Marathon with kids. <laughs> Jimmy Sable of the fucking fun run. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, 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 it's, 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 literally, it's literally like visual Viagra, that fucking ticket. It's like, yeah, boom. Okay. He's, yeah. up, he's it's up, right. like, fuck, boom. No, he's like, 20 years. He's got, he's 20 like years this country's been laying in bed. It's like, no, it's like one of those fuckers who get their DLA. They act all fucking sore and tired. Next thing they get their DLA and they're up fucking <laughs> doing exercises and lifting bags of coal. Everything fucking disco dancing. <laughs> bags of coal? Are we still in 1971? That's what it was, Cactor Jones. It was in the 70s. Fucking it was the 70s? Your fucking grandpa <laughs> Joe gets up and does the fucking hustle. And <laughs> here, so when he bounces out of bed, he starts his tune. And he fucking sings. Uh, oh, he yep. can sing now. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, there's a line that I hate. I've always hated it. Always fucking since I was a kid. But he's all, "Hey, Charlie, look at me. Watch my speed." Yep. Oh, no, but that, that song actually annoys me as well because the whole lyric says, "I've got a golden ticket." It's like you Cheers. don't have a golden ticket, sunshine. He's got the golden ticket. Yeah. <laughs> he's invented yourself. Yeah. You invented yourself. He said, fuck on, you're up out of bed, like, fuck. Straight up, slippers on. And you know what? There wasn't one yellow stain in the front of his pyjama bottoms. That's what, uh, you know... Uh, no, it was five. That's, <laughs> That's bullshit. That was, a, that was around the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as long as dog is. around the back. Holy fuck. Here, do you know that... In the in the in the book, he's meant to be ninety six and a half years old. Yep. And your man Benham was sixty three years old, but he looked fucking what? older than the ninety six year old as between the book. He was only sixty three. People did look older though. Do you not know? Do you, I don't know if you ever we in 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 County Down we have a thing called a down recorder. And they show pictures of people, you know, they show, like, in it, it's like the local gossip, right? So people haven't paid their TV licenses and that stuff they got there, right? <laughs> but they'll also show, like, pictures from 1990. And they'll show a picture that'll say, you know, Joe McFarmer. And he's got a moustache that says on his 21st birthday. And he looks like he's about 56. <laughs> fucked up. And it's just fucking true, like. And then you look at the likes of Jello, who's 50, and you're going... What? If she was what? in the set, she'd be she's 13 the years away from. She's 13 years away from fucking Grandpa Joe, and that's how she looks now. Yeah. You gotta be shitting me, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the modern day, when you could have uh, J Lo playing uh, Josephine, and uh, you could have fucking uh, fucking old Tom Cruise playing Grandpa Joe. That's right. It would be like, holy fuck, boy, you're, you're lying at, well, you're not, well, then he's lying beside you, Halo, so why would he get out of bed? You know what I mean? Well, to be honest, he's short enough you'd fit him in the fucking bed, like. Absolutely, absolutely. Hold on, hold on, we're on the internet and he is the Scientologist, hasn't he? So here, sorry, sorry, sorry. So fine. Right, so isn't it, that, isn't it that after he gets this ticket that they the blur like the next day? Aye. Aye, yeah. so... Mm. Uh, yeah, how does this fucking suit no? Marty, they were strategically placed. Mm. Uh, uh, Gene Wilder was saying he wanted it to be shown that they were strategically placed, that Charlie would actually get the ticket. But yeah. then the director was like, nah, it's, all, it's all fixed. 
It's all fixed. fixed. Um, so I want to get to I want to get to the bit where we're first introduced to Willy Wonka. Um, he, so he basically Willy comes Wonka. out. Everybody's outside. The world's media and everything's there. Um, and basically he comes out like a limping old man, and then he he falls, and then he does yeah. a somersault, and it's like mm-hmm. ta and it's all that. Now apparently I was I was reading up on this. That was all Gene Wilder's idea. And the whole reason why he wanted to do that was that he wanted that sort of mechanics and then the audience, not just the audience, but the kids and all that, everybody involved, wouldn't really know whether the character was telling the truth or lying. Yeah. Which I thought was a really, you know, he actually went into the depth of his character. And apparently that that was a make or break thing. I mean, he spoke to the director, Mel Stewart, and he said... You have to let me do this, otherwise I'm walking. Mm. Wow, there you go. Fucking hell. Yeah. And it took him and choreographers, to, some German choreographers, it took them two weeks to teach him how to do that role. Yep. Like wow. perfectly. Right. And it actually oh. looks like he's about to smash his face on the ground and he yeah. tucks Ta-da. in so quickly. And, yeah. yeah. and he sticks he sticks his goes under the ground. His walking stick into, into the ground, but that's into like a foam um, brick that was laid there perfectly in place, so he would just stick it in. Stop it first. Stop, stop it. No, stop. No, no, we need to go behind the curtain. It's not all just about. <laughs> it's not all just about wanking and stuff. Well, you see, there was. I thought it was a metaphor that he was a limp Willy Wonka coming out, and then he sprung up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. By the staff as well, I says a lot of it. Seventies says a lot of it. So we we actually so we we start the tour. We're in all the families are in, and we get you know we get to see the other kids. Now we we kind of know that the whole thing is almost like a the five the five kids basically represent. It's very metaphorical. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you've got I don't know whether it's seven sins, but certainly. certainly we we do get quite a lot of them we get a bit of sloth we get a bit of envy we get a bit of um greed greed gluttony. certainly get greed and gluttony um mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry just a wee bit of need to clear my throat there so we're in and the first one of the first places we actually get to is the actual chocolate room and it's not really a room it's the big fucking big river of chocolate and all and you know, the river processes the chocolate, the waterfall processes the chocolate, stirs it all up, the milk and all that. But we also get introduced to little people. The pies. The lads. Uh, the Oompa Loompas. Now, yep. what do we think of these we fact about the lads. We fact about the lads. Let's. There's ten Oompa Loompas. Ten Oompa Loompas. One of them is a girl. That's right. So... And they like to party like fuck. They party like shit. fuck. You know, some shit went down with nine boys and one girl. Yeah. Well, apparently, oh, you know I'm sorry for using the word midget, but midget midget porn is a is a thing. Um. So I. Do you watch uh, it? No, a friend told me about it. Everything's midget porn, uh, Stevie. You know. <clears throat> I walked into that one, didn't I? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. Ooh, fuck. I've actually, uh, incidentally, I've I've met 
Um, I don't belumpa. I was going to say I've met what a really? porn star. No. Well, I don't know. I met um, one of the Umpalumpas last year at the comic book guys. We shout out to them. Uh, Rusty Goff. He was doing a signing in comic book guys last year. What? Um, he also yeah. played a he, he played a Jawa in Star Wars as well. Uh, very nice man. Signed the poster and all, and I uh, was talking to him a wee bit. And yeah, the nice fella still with us as well. Good lad. Did you send him? Do the song. Do the song. Do the song. Just, just do, do the song. Come on. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. I, don't, I don't really want to sing this song. And then, and then he went. And then he went. No, not that song. Not that song. No, no. You know what song. You know which one. Get the fuck. Get the fucking orange face on. Get it on. Get that fucking wig on. And sing that fucking song. Or I'd kick you up and down Great Victoria Street. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. you like a long um, Michelle, So, Michelle, what do you think of your, your first sightings of the Oompa Loompas? What do you think of this? They were a lot smaller than Stevie. <laughs> and then... You could fit four of them inside Stevie? Yeah, and then every time he was singing, I was hearing him singing. Just not hearing <laughs> too. I couldn't get it out of my head, actually, the whole time. I was hearing him sing his version. It was kind of annoying me a bit. <laughs> yeah, so you, actually, you have to talk about that and talk about your experience being an Oompa Loompa and how you actually got into the role. Uh, well, um, it's a wee bit like the story Elf. Uh, I was uh, adopted and... Uh, uh, it turned out it was it was very harrowing when Willy Wonka said to me, "Look, Stephen, you're not really a an Oompa Loompa," um, and, and I found that really tough. So I, I came to Northern Ireland um, from Oompa Loompa Land. That makes sense. Um, makes and everything sense. it was very weird. Uh, and then I joined uh, a comedy group, and uh, and I shared my my Oompa Loompa story with the world, guys. And uh, thank you for bringing me in, and thank you for. I don't know, give me the courage to, to take the makeup off. Um, I actually thought I was always orange with white eyes. Uh, turned out I wasn't. Still I, I, orange. He was a, 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 a person. That's a, that's a religious reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the benefit of the listeners that haven't been to our show, why haven't you been to any of our shows? You've got to have yeah, to rectify you. that. Um, yeah, we did a finale... Uh, for one of our shows, and Stevie was dressed up as a uh, as an Oompa uh, Myself and Jones, we did a wonderful rendition of uh, the Greatest oh, Showman. Okay, <clears throat> and I ruined it. Yeah, that's Cash that's basically it. that's basically the shtick, and then Cash or comes out with... as someone else. Um, or he comes Cash. out as Zac Efron. Wrong film. Um, we enjoyed writing Cash. that. That was Wait. fun. <clears throat> Did we ruin it though, Cax? I think we saved it. I think we saved it, man. I think we saved it. Uh, I mean, Bill, you should have seen the dance routine we had for the end of that fucking song. I know. Yeah. There's elephants were going to come out. No. Um, we, you know, we had all the characters there, and Cax, you were supposed to be Zach Afron from The Greatest Hello? Showman. No, you came out as Zach Afron from fucking Baywatch. Yep. Baywatch. You ruined it? And I came out, isn't it? But look, because it was Willy Wonka's. What was the game, Cax? It was uh, the greatest Willy Wonka show. 
Willy Wonka. It's Willy Wonka show. Yeah, yeah. That's not even a thing. Bill, Bill, Bill. You were Willy Wonka, weren't you? There you are. You're a Willy Wonka. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Getting back there. Getting back there, Willy Wonka, though. You know, you talk about like how films hold up and whatnot. Always this Willy Wonka, uh, this one here. I always, since a kid, as a kid, when it goes into this chocolate room, it looked like the most fantastic room you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's, but do you, do you know what this as well? I, as a kid watching a lot of those movies, right? See, when you watch a lot of movies from the set, and I'm being deadly serious, especially from the 70s. There's always usually, as a kid's film, there's always usually something fucking harrowing happens in those 70s movies. Do you know what I mean? It's even in the 80s as well. It's really fucking harrowing some of the stuff. So I'm always, I was always watching that very nervously. I remember the first time watching that going, what the fuck is going to happen? <laughs> Are these people going to die? Because there's always very, I don't know, they used to do shit when we were younger that, Kids today just wouldn't understand. Kids would be shocked by. You know what gets me? The, 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 you've Mushroom. said that, and the immediate thing I've got is the fucking ad that they used to put on the TV about playing around electrical bits. And it, it was, was always just... the guy throwing the frisbee, and the frisbee yes. went into the fucking electric thing. Your man jumps over the fence and goes up and grabs the frisbee, and it's just the fucking bzzz, the sound of that. Just... That's always fucking stuck with me. Yeah. That's... Here's the thing. I was. I... I was right in my head right there as well, Bill. I'm right with you there, man. Here's another thing. The reason it got me thinking about that was I used to get my, my, my grandmother, God bless her, used to get me a thing called the Storyteller magazine. So the story about it was a, it was a Cavendish, Macken, Cavendish, Marshall Cavendish thing. You used to get it. You know, you pay like every month you got it and you got a tip. You know, the things where it told you, ding, to turn the page. Yeah. So I found it on YouTube and I was, it was like, taking me back to when I was a kid. I listened to the stories. They did like a, a series. Of, it was really good actors doing it. Brad Blessed and all were, were reading the stories. One of them was Pinocchio. And I forgot about this. This is the first time I had ever heard Pinocchio. In this Pinocchio, the you new know, fox and the, the cat mm-hmm. fucking hang Pinocchio. And, and they, in, the, in the YouTube thing, they show a picture of Pinocchio hanging from a tree. That was... Fucked up. I I will share. I'm gonna show you that. That was fun. it. Was like what? a picture of a silhouette of Pinocchio being hung from a tree. <laughs> that was our childhood. So I mean, sorry. I don't want to the tangent. It was so <laughs> dark. He doesn't have a throat. It's pretty dark. Pretty dark. Sure. You look back at all them nursery rhymes and stories. They're all fucking dark. Oh, so, and there was a wee bit of darkness in not in in Willy Wonka. Back to Willy Wonka, you know, the, the, you know, Will Augustus because he's in the chocolate. He's been a greedy wee fat shite, and deservedly. You, you can't fat shame him. Let's. You can't fat shame him, mate. No, but deservedly, he was gluttonous. Oh and he, yeah. He started oh, drinking yeah. the water, and your man says, "Here, lad, stop doing that. You're going to contaminate my water or my chocolate," mm-hmm. and he gets sucked up the big tube. I think it, I, like I'm not too sure. Yeah. And then it's like, well, it's like the, the first hint of uh, this, like in the Johnny Depp version, there's early on signs that uh, there's something dark about uh, Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp's version, uh, about how he's talking and treating the kids. 
but I think it's when a globe goes up the tube, sucked out of the fucking river here, that that's the first time that Gene Wilder shows a bit of darkness, where he's like, oh no, somebody please help him, you know? That's what I mean. There's always in those movies, there's that wee dark side. As if you watch anything in movies, you know, it's like, fuck, I remember as a kid being shown Watership Down. Holy fuck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know I, mean? I fucking even want to watch that now. No, it's harrowing. Jesus mm. Christ. So, you watch yep. these things, there's always these wee things for kids to scare the shit out of kids to behave themselves. Yeah. Basically, is what a lot of those stories were. It's probably so actually. Yeah. <clears throat> right, right after, uh, talking about things going dark, is right after the Augustus Gloop incident, is where the dark part of this film happens with the, the, the boat ride. The boat ride. The infamous <laughs> boat ride. Uh, I'm glad we got there because I think there's a few things we can cover here. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> ironically enough, the 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 film is a musical, um, and the little rhyme that Wonka comes out with on "There's never way of knowing which way Ding. the boat is going" and all this yeah. sort of stuff. That is the only bit that's actually in the book from the film that's the musical that's bit. <clears throat> that's in there and that is that whole bit is actually really scary it's the music changes and it's the the whole lighting the uh, gets a wee bit psychedelic and stuff um, that's right. and, and <clears throat> Gene Wilder he really goes off on a fuck it he plays that really well starts screaming and fucking yeah, all that sort of stuff I mean rowing. you wouldn't the, the only other time that people have been fucking that scared near water is when they were swimming in the pool and they found out it was Michael Barrymore's. That's that's literally the only fucking time people have been that scared. <clears throat> that is holy fuck, killer. You went, oh my God. I was thinking about that one all day. <laughs> yeah. Did you know, during that performance, that performance, uh, no, nobody knew that he was going to start losing his shit and screaming and stuff. Yeah, so the so reactions are real. Reactions are real. Like, mm-hmm. are we talking about Barrymore or Willy Wonka? No, we're Willy Wonka. The no, Barrymore thing is different. <clears throat> That's yeah, different. The, the boat ride. What do you think of that? It was actually kind of scary. I was thinking, like, imagine it as a kid watching that. Mm. Freak yeah. me out a wee bit, like, and yeah. I'm only 21, so. No, we've mentioned the. And then I was wondering where it was going to go. You know, yeah. what, what, yeah. where's this going? Like, what's happening to these kids? But, we, we have, we've mentioned the remake and stuff, and I, the boat ride in the remake is, in my opinion, it's nowhere near as effective as no. in the classic. Definitely not. The classic is certainly, you know, this is where this film really takes a sort of a darker turn, shall we say. It's mm-hmm. it's really messed up uh, from mm. that point. It's like, it's almost not a kid's film anymore. That is, that's, yeah. you know, yeah. obviously kids are going to be scared, but I think it's, it's such an effective mechanic that the adults, <laughs> any adults watching this are going to, you know, it's almost... We almost delve in the thriller territory here, you know. We're on on this cruise with a madman, essentially. Yes, but we yeah. do. We eventually come through it, and we get to the next station, um, which 
<clears throat> it's yeah it is um and what do we think of that uh well it's starting to like it's this is where you start finding out right the kids are going to be picked off one by one here almost yeah. like a horror movie here but it's, yeah. i'm glad you mentioned that yeah yeah because it's based on their weaknesses isn't it you know it's yeah. pretty much well yeah, yeah. I want to take us back to what we were saying earlier about um, the it's like the tickets were planned and stuff. Mm. The weird thing mm. is, as we go further through the film and we move from one one uh, accident to the other, the mode of transport gets smaller, which indicates that it's kind of all it's it's almost like all the accidents have been foretold. It's like, well, mm. I don't need I don't need 10 seats in this anymore I only need 8 seats for this mm, next yeah. because I've lost 2 people and it's mm, it's kind yeah. of interesting and the weird thing is when we talk about things in that kind of context of like things getting smaller it actually reminds me of Halloween because it's like Michael Myers the, the original Halloween Michael Myers is chasing Laurie Strode but every mm. time you know it, it's like it goes from outside and then yeah. inside and the spaces get smaller as we mm-hmm. get more claustrophobic, and I think it's that kind of mechanic. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's the director's intention. I haven't watched the documentary, so I don't know. But maybe the director's intention was to take us on this horror movie kind of thing. Horror movie within a horror movie within a, a kids' film, really. It's it makes sense. sense. <laughs> I think. I think that's. I think it's a, it's a good indicator of why. Wonka, like if you're saying things are predetermined, it's, it's <clears throat> maybe that's why Wonka is so passive about what's happening to the kids when something's fucked up happening. He's like, "Oh dear God, help him!" You know, uh, oh, this is shocking. Yeah. But he knows, yeah. he knows it's going to happen. He's expecting it. So well, I think at some level, you you have to remember this is a kids' book. Um, on some level, it's the virtues or the lack of the virtues yeah. that the kids have that they deserve. They kind of they get the punishment that's fitting for the crime, essentially. Yeah. yeah. You know. Sure. Um. So yeah. So we have is it? It's Violet Beauregard, isn't it? That has the the chewing gum. She turns into yeah. the blueberry. <clears throat> yeah. And then we have. Uh, it was pretty. I have to say, for for back in the day, it was pretty well done. Not a fact. Yeah, it was not too <laughs> bad. Um. And then I think the next one is. Is it for Salt or is it Mike TV's the next one? Rugus Salt to say the golden Rugus, egg, isn't it's it? The it's the eggs, yeah. yeah. It's it's different in the film and or in the yeah. the remake. In the remake, it's um, the squirrels with the the nuts. Yeah, it's just not the same. But again, it's it's my my two make out where now older would go. That's their film. Yeah, the, the, and, and it's same as me. It's the first film I seen. Like you know, the I guess squirrels in the book. Uh, I or, think yeah, it's squirrels on the book as well. Apparently, the, the the Johnny Depp one is lo- is a lot more accurate, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think so. But, yeah, it is. But I want I want to get Michelle's the, the female group here the her perspective on Veruca Salter. That little witch. <laughs> yep. First, I also were thinking, Well, I was thinking the whole way through. First of all. What a vagina her dad is. Back in the wall. If that was my kid, smack him 
I wouldn't give a crap if it was illegal. She would be beat across the house. Mm -hmm. Am I in joking? Like, I want it. I want it now. I want it. You make all these workers work till they find me a golden ticket. Yeah. Regardless of what they have to do. And then this woman finds it and runs up and she goes, I find it. Nah, See if I was that woman to find that, I'd have drop kicked her over that balcony. Uh, but that's a, it's, it's a story of that. That's, hey, a bit of a bit of a satirical bit there, you uh, know, about social commentary all, there. Social, bit of social yeah. commentary, you know, and you know that's that's the way it is. I mean, but also you know the dad played by fucking Roy Kinnear. Roy Kinnear, comedy, uh, comedy chops there. Brilliant. Honestly, um, yeah, she was a little shit but he, he he as you say he was a bit of a <laughs> he was a shady <laughs> businessman as well so shady you know. businessman who basically thought he could pay pay for his dollar's love yeah. and that's yeah. where it's backfiring on him you know but um yeah, yeah. yeah I, I loved the girl that the girl that played for Gasalt was brilliant yeah. I, was just, I, I, you know, I was just gonna say I think she's like a fucking show stealer that way girl yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I would agree with that. Um, absolutely she's so agree horrible. with that. She's so horrible that she's good in the show. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but even even to this even to this day, like if I watched it again now, I still like to see her get her comeuppance. Oh, absolutely. But that's the, that, again. That's what I was saying. That, that, that that's you know that's what a lot of those stories as as we when we were growing up. They, they were about that. I think as a rule, Dal was trying to do as well. Yeah, I was they're like essentially the modern day Aesop's fables. Um, yeah. Tales about morality yeah. and things like that. Um, doing the right thing, have right behaviours and right attitude to things and, and how to be socially responsible. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a matter you think about the stories, again, going back to the stories you've been told as a kid. The boy who cried wolf and things like that there. It's not, oh, he gets his heart wrist slapped, he gets out by a fucking wolf for being a wee shit. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So it, it's a lot, we, 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 you know, we're now, you wouldn't get that. You don't, you know, you really no. wouldn't get that with your kids. Mm. You know? And, you know, I think, you know, a wee bit of, wee bit of dark is good for us all. So it good for us. Does no harm. <laughs> So yeah, we, we the last one. Yeah, the last one to go is uh, Mike TV, who oh, ends up getting that, digitized. But 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 I have to stop there, Bill. Uh, before that, Charlie has his wee discrepancy. Oh you know, yeah, he, they they um they drink the uh, isn't it the lemonade? Fizzy lifting drinks. Fizzy lifting yeah. drinks, and uh, they float up into the fucking thing. And the only way to get down again is to burp. But then Pretty that's not sure that is preempted because they got away with it. <clears throat> the only yeah, ones who away with doing something was those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll have to say, I wouldn't mind seeing her Grandpa Joe get his comeuppance early. Oh, <laughs> I really don't like that fella. Fucking must be dancing around the room. Sit down, yes, stupid old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 63. It's the whole 63. It's the whole reason why I wanted to do this podcast because I just know how much cags fucking hate so I can't. I never liked their butt. Let's do this. <laughs> why do you not like him? He's a why do you not like him? He's a fucking two-faced, fucking hypocritical fuck. Like, I'm, I'm going to jump in the gun here, but he's sitting there giving Willy Wonka shit at the end of this all. You're a crook. You're a thief. Says you, mate. 
right there I'll let you lick the wallpaper wallpaper liquor that needs to be the no never mind I fucking love it I fucking love it so yeah and that's yeah they fucking um, they end up uh, safe and then it's Mike TV and stuff Mike TV's the next one he gets uh, basically turned into uh, a, a TV signal and Becomes a becomes a tiny tiny person, really really tiny, fit in your pocket kind of pocket person kind of thing. Um, yep. So yeah, that that sort of takes us towards the end of that sort of the tour. So basically, it's only Charlie and uh, Charlie and Grandpa Joe left, and it's like, well, we won, and then that's where we get the rug pull of, um, nope, you fucking stole fizzy lifting drinks. You get I'm nothing, pulling. sir. Nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> oh, just before you nip into the good day, sir, uh, I'll give Meg TV as we mentioned here. Like, Fuck him. He never liked Meg TV. Near did I. I never liked him. But, but yeah, with things being the way they are and technology being the way they look, like, like 3D printing and stuff, do you think that's like a forefront to this? That's so like something... Something through the airwaves that you can make at the end, like a chocolate bar, where it's essentially what you can do. You can send this to the TV, TV world. Like, is that a forerunner for Wi Fi or for fucking 3D printing or whatnot? And certainly, like it's, it's probably where they got the inspiration in Star Trek for the replicators, you know, which yeah, is yeah. sort of the, the whole replicator technology is kind of based around that sort of th- almost 3D printing, you know, creating something from nothing. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yep, but I, like I just never liked that Meg TV sequence anyway. That, yeah, I think as, as special effects go, I think it's fairly dated today. Sure, yeah. Sure, Although, like the 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 glass, the goggles and stuff are kind of iconic. Aye, yeah. definitely. But that's like they, they go on and it's the fucking you get nothing, sir. And if you notice and walk this office, everything's in half, cut in half. Aye, <laughs> yeah. Half a sink and half a teacup and. Yep. Half a fucking picture on a wall and whatnot. I, I, I never, I never described. I'm sure if you document it, it'll describe why that is, or was it just? Yeah, that why was that? I didn't understand it. Is yeah. that, I think, I think, I think Willy Wonka might have been on drugs. I'm just putting it out there. He's getting Possibly. his high own supply, Steve. Big time, mushrooms, mushrooms, Italian. Yep. That boy is smart off his tips. Gangster tripping. When we get to when we get the end here, like uh, they do the whole Grandpa Joe calls him out and it's that fucking nothing, sir. But see, Charlie hands him back that uh, everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. Now you know if he's ever had a toddler own and how uncomfortable they already at, 
how uncomfortable was that fucking everlasting gobstopper be to eat? Yes! Can you imagine yeah. that's right. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it'd be like eating a tobler. You know you eat a tobler, but it'd be like a tobler and it's been sort of joined all the way around. Yeah. Like a tobler bulb, if you will. Could you imagine trying to bite that fucking thing? I don't think you bite thing. on it. You're supposed to suck on it. Suck? No, you can't bite it. Hey, Bill. Here. Imagine, imagine how hard that would be to stick up your ass. <laughs> but if you do stick it up your ass, leave it up Why? there and let it, let it melt a wee bit before you pull it out again. That reminds <laughs> me. That reminds me of a jingle. That reminds me of a jingle. Uh, God, you want to hear it? Yep. You want to hear it? Yeah. Free bormins are a minty bit stronger. Stick them up your arse and they'll last much longer. See, there you go. Love it. That's from the tree bore mint. It, there was a, that's why the tree bore mints one one tree bore mints are a bit strong. I remembered. Yeah, but it's from the last much longer. But yeah, and the the wee shouting the wee shouty bit that uh, Gene Wilder does. Um, the cast didn't know that he was going to be shouting at them. So the, again, that's that's another instance where the reactions are, you know, spontaneous. That's good though. That's good. Yeah. You always yeah. get first. You always get that reaction. Mm. Um, it's like doing uh, filming a thing when uh, your girl need me in the bollocks. I wasn't expecting her to actually need me in the bollocks. I don't think she was either. But by God, she got a performance out of me. Yeah, and it was a big knee, Stevie, because she got both of them. It was a bony knee right in the stones. By I fucking couldn't <laughs> sit for days. By I could not sit. And that's not a joke. All week I was sitting there going, I was like really uncomfortable. But I tell you what, um, look good. Yeah, look real. Apparently Gene Wilder, apparently Gene Wilder, towards the end, the last couple of weeks of shooting, he became really friendly with the kid. um, And he really wanted to tell him, I have to fucking share it to you in the next, in the final scene or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. he was, you know, he was told not to. He never did. Almost became friends with the kid and stuff. And yeah, they had they lunch. Used to they used lunch to go together. have lunch together, and when they were walking back to set, they would have shared a bar of chocolate. There you go. See, Gene Wilder's a fucking sweetheart. I love Gene, Gene Wilder's Wilder. fucking fantastic. Um, love so there we go. We're at the end of the film, and um, so basically, Charlie inherits the the chocolate factory. Um. <clears throat> I don't know whether the sequel was... Well, they were planning on doing the sequel, but then Roald Dahl went, uh, you're not getting any more of my fucking work to ruin. Fuck, right. Because they were going to do Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, and they, oh, yeah. they yeah. didn't. Oh. Oh. I would imagine that Grandpa Joe, being the old bastard that he is, kicked Charlie out of that helicopter thing that they flew off in, mm. and he owns the factory now. And yep. that, that was his plan all along. Do you, do you say so, Cax? You're not yep. in there. I, I think that's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would agree. Actually, I think Fucker. he um he would have. Incidentally, yeah. uh, we're saying that Gene Wilder. He absolutely fucking hated the remake. Absolutely hated it. He, he, he liked he, he liked Depp. He liked Depp. He thought Depp's performance was good, but he hated mm. everything about it. And he, he, he actually slated uh, Tim Burton says, look, I'm not a fan of his work at all. Yeah. Yikes. And we did. We we lost 
we lost Al Jean uh, recently, didn't we? Yeah, uh, 2016. 2016. 2016. 2016. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, what a, that's pretty what shit. A, what a performer that guy was. One of my favourite yeah. favorite comedy actors, honestly, Absolutely. man. It's, yeah. You know, I, I, we did that thing on Facebook, which I don't usually do, but fuck, I did it anyway, with the 10 movies for 10 days. I think there was three of them. You know, there's three movies of him is Stir Crazy, mm-hmm. uh, Young Frankenstein, and of course Blazing yeah. Saddles. And yeah. fucking much, much more, by the way. The lady, the woman in red, where we got to see Kelly LeBrock's muff, but that's not where, I mean, that was, I mean, I mean <laughs> you don't know how much I love Kelly LeBrock, guys. Okay. Near one blind. But, um, we're over here, Stevie. <laughs> But you know what I mean. There's so many. I, anything he was in, I loved. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's what sold it for me as well. As a kid, even then, I Gene Wilder was a uh, class. See no evil, hear no evil. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But I think uh, even awesome. if you go back to this Willy Wonka movie, like if you put somebody else in there, does that movie remain as iconic as it fucking is over the years, or a cult classic? Or is it maybe you just put some else? Boston, there. I don't think it's half the movie that it would have been without Gene Wilder. I don't think Spike Milligan could have done it. I don't, I think, don't so. think any of the Pythons could have done it. As much no. as I love them, they, and again, would they have done things that Gene Gene Wilder did? Gene Wilder did, you know, the the, the tumble over, and it again, not telling the kids I'm going to shout at you. I don't know if they would yeah. do that. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, I just never don't think know. it would be the same. We'll, we'll never know. Maybe in an alternate we'll dimension. <clears throat> well, definitely, yeah. definitely know that it, they wouldn't have done the role thing and the limp thing because that was his idea. So, yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, straight up, that wouldn't have happened. Plus, nobody, nobody shouts like Gene Wilder. No, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's it, you know he doesn't start crazy a lot of times. Yeah, he crazy. Uh, you know, and, Frankenstein has his shouting. Oh, like he, nobody they, shouts like I get. No, hearing no evil, seeing no evil is fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, him shining. Awesome. Brilliant show. Um, I I actually do have a. I've got a Willy Wonka T-shirt. Um, it's one of my prized possessions. It's a. Uh, it's Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka, but he's holding a sonic screwdriver from Doctor Who. What the it's, fuck? It's to give you know. It's a crossover to sort of imagine I've Willy Wonka as a, a Time Lord. I I wear it the odd time. Of what? Yeah, I've seen you wear it. That's yeah, right enough. That's class, man. I, That's I, class. Sort mm. of, I like things that got crossovers. Um, recently, well, just this week, I was reading the Transformers Ghostbusters comic that, series. Did, did uh, fuck me, man! That's that's uh, the whole story, and that's class. It, it I really see one is. recently. The I think Jones, you showed me as well. It's the He Man versus Superman. I'm, Aye, I'm actually, it's the Masters Universe and Justice thing. Yeah, uh, that would be. Yeah. It's, awesome, it's a, I haven't read it all yet, but I've got the series. I'm like Jones. I was shoot me. I get the piss took out of my family. But fucking, I has to go around about my house with a sword, going I have the par. So I, I, my family have took the piss out of me for years for that. So um, yeah, have the issues. I used to do that too. I had the sword and the shield. Yeah. I had, I had the sword and the shield, and I used to run around the house doing the same. That was only last week. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> no top on or anything. Just a pair, pair of trunks. Um. So. We finished the film. Um, now, I know the film is its coming up to its uh, 50th anniversary next year. Um, I think 
as as kids kids films go, it's very very good, and it's got mm-hmm. a lasting legacy on people. And the reason I say that is is because it's been lovingly spoofed a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, some of the yeah. some of the famous ones would be uh, Futurama. They mm-hmm. did a bit of a spoof with that with the whole slurm drink. Right. Uh, American Dad did one where it's a weed factory with Snoop Dogg. But I think yep. the most famous and possibly uh, uh, lovingly done by Seth MacFarlane was the Family Guy one uh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Pawtucket Pat where they go to the brewery. <laughs> and uh, I just, uh, you know, that's, it's just the little songs and stuff and, you know, that's the all the music and, and stuff. That kind of stuff lives. It, it lives on yeah. longer than the film does. The music, yeah, and I mentioned yeah. the music because um, it was used. It's been used in the trailer for uh, Ready Player One, which was out, I think, last year or the year before. Yeah, the first yeah. trail when the first trailer of that dropped, it, it, you hear the wee, you hear the wee fucking um, ding, 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 ding. yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, pure imagination theme yeah. uh, at the end of that. Uh, but at the start of it, you hear Rush, fucking Tom Sawyer. You can't beat a bit of Rush, like. Um, but yeah, the the music. I think the music lives on. I mean, I think yeah. that's. I I've been listening it's... to the soundtrack on uh, Spotify this week, just because you know to prepare for the podcast, and the, you know the the music is fantastic. Yeah, pure well, magic. It and and it's it's. <clears throat> There's a lot of films you watch when you're younger and then you watch when you're older and you go, eh, oh, okay, fair enough. But that's one I would watch and go, I love it and I, I can watch it again yeah. and again. So, and, and yeah. As you say, it's great. It's, you know, come with me and you'll well, see. Come on, guys, sing. Even John with the Gene Wilder uh, Willy Wonka on the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka, like you have Gene Wilder singing pure imagination, like that character, like whether it was Dark Side or whatever, the character's got heart. Johnny yeah. Depp's Willy Wonka did not have any heart at all. He was like he was just yeah. like dark and quirky and sinister, but there was no love inside him whatsoever. Whereas the Gene Wilder version, there was. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know. I would. I don't want to disagree, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, but we definitely in the remake, we definitely do get a bit more of the history. And maybe yeah, certain certain up. reasons why he's fucked up, and it it all comes down to father issues, um, which I thought was yeah. was a nice sort of touch and stuff, and you know mm-hmm. the dad the dad being a dentist, and that's why he wasn't yeah. allowed chocolate things like that. Um, yeah, you know, I I, I kind of like I like the Johnny Depp, I I, I kind of like that incarnation of him, um, yeah, and. It, it's it's the idea, and I don't think it's true, but I like to think it is that he based it on Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, I've heard that theory before. Yeah, and it's I've like, heard that theory before. No, he he has he himself has says no, I didn't base it on Michael Jackson. But I'm sitting there going, I think you did. I think you're fucking yeah. spoofing. Um, that remake was announced way, way back in the day. It was originally like vicious rumors were that Martin Manson was uh, like really, really trying to get that role. And I sat there going, fuck Martin. Like, this is old school Martin Manson, like Antichrist Martin Manson. Oh, that's going this plus 
Tim Burton. I was like, fuck, we're going to get a good version of this. Obviously, it never played out, but I, for, for a minute, that could have been something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been, again. Martin, you're, Martin you're, can you're, act like Yeah, he's, he's sort of can a wee bit. Um, yeah. But again, we're talking about, you know, is there any... I know Johnny Depp was in the most recent, but if, like, you've unlimited budget, you've got whatever, who who would you have as, who would you have, who would you cast as Willy Wonka, and who would have the vision to carry out the direction? Michelle, you go first, ladies first. Who's, who's your oh, name? don't do this. You're seriously asking me? I don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have my head. All right, then, I, I have my head. I don't know, Hugh Jackman kind of maybe, you know, that he's, he can sing and he can do all that shit, yep. man, and has a bit of comedy, you and dark, and... He'd be around the right age as well. Yeah, Ingo, you know. And Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, that's a fucking good choice. Ooh, good call. Yeah. Good I like call, that. man, yeah. I like that. Yeah. can sing and dance. And he can sing and dance. He's dirty as fuck. Just yeah. think back to him as, like, uh, Wild Bill and fucking Green Man and stuff. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, Willem Dickfoe. Willem Dickfoe. He'd be dark as fuck, so he would. Christ. Just, usually he looks creepy as fuck anyway. I was just going to say, who's next? Fucking Christopher Walken? <laughs> you know. Come with me. You know. You know. Why are you touching my chocolate? Get the fuck away from my chocolate. <laughs> the, only, the only other actor I know that can sing is Jared Leto. Fuck. Fuck no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was about to say something and it's like, no, I can get into a lot of trouble if I said that. So I'm not going to say it. Say it. No. Yeah. There's no fucking way Please. I can say what I was going to say. I'll say to you. I'll say after. I'll say to you secretly after the podcast. Um, okay. See, I was Bowie actually thinking Bowie would be pretty good, but I was actually thinking someone like Gervais, Ricky Gervais, maybe. Doug, oh, now, that would be it'd be a really sarcastic fucking. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the likes? Of maybe Adam Sandler or Tom Hanks. Maybe Tom Hanks. Uh-huh. Everything. Sure. No, can't see nah, it. Don't do I it don't for know. me. Adam Sandler can't stand him. I, I, I think he's very good. He can do serious and he can mm-hmm. do comedy. Um, he can piss off. That's what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like I, him. I don't know. I don't know who else would have that kind Look. of caliber. I think your oh. examples that you've had. <laughs> Man, they, these days, if they were if they were remake it again, it'd probably be a woman playing. You know. And what's wrong with that, Christopher? Well, I mean, a wonka. Yeah, you know who it would be? It would be Tilda Swinton. You called Alpha Michelle? <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's, that's actually quite interesting. We, you know, if you did, if you changed the gender. Um, if you did, I'd go with, uh, did you watch his dark materials over the over Christmas? Oh, I, who are you thinking? What do you call your horror? Is it she, she plays uh, Lyra's Ma? What do you call the actress? She's in Luther. Oh yes, her. Um, I forget what her name is. Um, uh, but yes, I call her Duckface. Duckface. Yeah. 
She Actually, do you know who a female would be good at it? I tell you a good fucking female is Caitlin Olsen from It's Always oh, Sunny in Philadelphia. Jesus. Aye. 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 Fucking Larry David. Fucking Larry David. Larry David. Hey. 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 What are you doing? I got the long balls. Got the long balls. When he pulls them by about the fuzzy left and right, he'll be like, Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He'd, he'd be very good. Love, pretty, love, pretty good. I love guys. Guys, I love how on a fucking podcast, cags to the facial expression. <laughs> People know what I'm doing. I just, I just remember that actress's name, Ruth Wilson. Ruth Wilson. Yeah. 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 She'd be She's good. A dark fucking side to her man. She'd be a good female fucking wonka there, but yeah. Yep. But I mean, talking about male wonkers again, actually, again, if you look at um, Caitlin Olsen's other half, uh, what's his name? Rob, Rob McElhenney? Rob, yeah, yeah, would be fucking great as well. Do you know, you see when they did um, oh, fuck Nightman. Aye. You know, man, you know, it was like fucking brilliant. Do you know what I mean? So you've got a few people. I'm really surprised you don't see them and right? see more stuff. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. Yeah, I see yeah. that. I like him. You know? I mean, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Gene Wilder or da- Johnny Depp. John. I go... I go with Maybe your man... Uh, well... Maybe Christopher Columbus to do the dragon. On the yeah. Especially Harry Potter's done a fucking really good job. Can handle maybe like, the dark side as well, like so. Yeah. Another actor, another actor. Cax actually we've talked about before. I mentioned him was Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Do you know uh, what I mean? Well, he can sing. Sing by you know, yeah. and knows a lot of stuff. So yeah, there's loads. Of, and as you say, director wise, yeah, there's a few man. There's mm-hmm. a few for sure. Get Sam Mendes in to do it big fucking Bond kind of fucking production would be fucking sinister you could do it you could do it Willy Wonka you could do it like fucking the way we did the like Goldfinger or something like that you know it's like fucking (laughs) nobody does better bringing fucking M. Night Shyamalan the fucking drag and it'll torn out like it's twisted the end was the chocolate was blood the whole time yeah (laughs) he's dead and it's a dream the chocolate was actually wood. Ooh. It wasn't a chocolate factory. It was a sage factory. Jesus. Here, do you know, know the kid that acted Charlie Bucket? Yep. He never acted again. No, I was never on. Again. One and done. He was, at, he was given a possibility of a five movie deal and he just yep. went, nah. I don't want this to be a career. And he ended up a veterinarian. Did that not happen to the guy, um, what's his name, it was in Oliver Twist? He actually got, that's who their first choice was. Yeah. It's the wee fella that did, I forget his name. Mark Mark Little, Link. Mark Little, yeah. Uh, No. No. Mark Lester, is it? Mark Lester, Mark Mark Little was fucking in Neighbours, for fuck's sake. But, (laughs) 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 but, um, 
No, and there, there's <laughs> I mean, that's another that's another one. By the way, talking about harrowing fucking films to watch. See the part where I fucking Bill Sykes, Ollie Reed himself, batters your woman to fucking death. Mm. That is that fuck. I can't watch. I still to this day cannot watch it. It's she don't fucking see it. You hear it, and that's worse. I mean, <laughs> so, to be honest, that, with Dave, to be honest, she'd give him a bit of lip earlier in the night, like. Oh, she well. To be fair, Caxton, you put it that way, you know. Yeah. You put it that way. She did, She was out of line, boy. She was out of line. Christ she, Almighty. She, she kind of. Yeah, you let her talk. Did. You let her talk. You let her talk that way at once. You know what I mean. And in a pub. Do you know what I mean? That's that's a man's kingdom, yeah, man. Pub. You know. And then, <laughs> and then Chris Brown theme comes on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's yeah, singing. He's singing one. Uh, I think we're, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up. Wrap this up <laughs> yeah. before the lawsuits kick Definitely. in. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But there you go, folks. That's been our take on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. If you haven't seen it yet, we've just spoiled the fuck out of it. What the fuck? Why Why did you keep listening? You've only got yourselves. Come on. Everybody on the planet has seen it. Everybody's yeah. seen it. Yeah. Even Finally, I'm the last person. So, yeah. yeah um, so, yeah, that's this is episode six, is it? It is. Yes, episode yes, six of our knows. podcast. If you haven't listened, if this is the first podcast, go back and listen to the back ones because they're quite funny as well. Uh, well, yeah. uh, that's me assuming that you find in this one funny. Um, so, yeah, we're the Sixth Sense. We're comedy troupe. We're currently writing for our new show whenever we get out of lockdown. So we're going to be able to hit the ground running. We're yeah. hoping to bring you some stuff with that fairly soon. Uh, so the only thing to say is thanks for listening. And I've been Bill. Jax Jones. Michelle, go ahead. I'm Michelle. Davy, and just to say, leave your comments. If you got any comments for fucking, you know, your Willy Wonka experience, you know, yeah, do it. Absolutely, Thanks. absolutely. Um, if you want us to do a a, a take, a hot take on a film or something, again, give us comments on that. We're going to have some other podcasts and some other uh, exciting things to look out for. So go over to our Facebook page, give us a like, uh, share the shit out of everything we do, because that's literally what we're here for. Uh, we want to entertain, and we can only do that with your help. Um, so yeah, share the fuck out of our stuff, and we'll we'll speak to you on the next podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>